They are a secret society of young college girls who have pledged their lives to each other. They will spend their last night together in an abandoned house, but they will not be alone. It was all fun and games at first. Something was wrong. Very wrong. Look, look in the window! There was a presence, and it wanted something. I just have this feeling like something's drawing me to it. Something perversely evil. Something depraved. Something it wanted to kill. I'm not going out there. I'm sorry, but I don't feel any safer here with any of you guys. There is no way out. Only death from the unknown. This house shall be their tomb. This night shall be their last. as terror stalks the dead of night. Each one dying in her own nightmare. Welcome to Definitely First Blood. My name is Mitch. And I'm Christopher, and we are a horror movie podcast. We talk about horror movies from the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the early 2000s, and sometimes, sometimes today. today. Hello. Hello. It's been a long time. Sorry. 
Yeah, Mitch has been super busy at work. It's great. I what, love with it. With the lifting of restrictions here and what have you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That we did finally get to see Scream. Finally. Yeah, it came out on Monday. I've seen mm -hmm. it three times now. Nice. Um, so that's good. Three times so far. Uh, enjoyed it. Yes. I'd give it like a seven, seven and a half for myself personally. Mm -hmm. Might do a thing where I talk about it a little bit more at length, but I don't want to like spoil anything. So I think that's just fair. sort of leave it at that uh, for now. But we did, since it's been a while, watch a bunch of other movies mm -hmm. too. Most notably, one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my entire <sighs> oh, life. Oh, so bad. Midnight in the Switchgrass. Netflix. Whoa. I felt so bad for Megan Fox for having to be in that movie and for giving her all and just having to... To carry the movie carry on her the back the, best the entire time while they green screened in Bruce Willis for yeah. five minutes. Uh, and then we watched it. It was, I think it came out last year, Sun yes. with Andy Matichik. And that one was good. I liked yes. that one a lot. It was yeah. very surprising, actually, mm -hmm. how much I liked that. Mm -hmm. And we watched The Last Matinee. Which was great. It was very good. I thought. Both really, I really liked, liked it. it. Yeah. But that's like the Jollo is pretty much right up mm -hmm. our vibe. Uh, and then obviously Yellow Jackets we really enjoyed. Yes. Uh, although I will say for that show, I really wish that they had spent more time watching them despair at their fate being after the after the plane acts like just sort of like okay da, 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 we're all going to do our next thing i guess you we know? differ on that because i wouldn't want to watch that okay fair enough I, like i get it like they're gonna be i, I don't want to watch a whole season of people being like i can't believe we're stuck here fair enough it's i don't know it's uninteresting to me there's about a million other shows that are about that exact same thing that's true. This so, one is different. Yeah. I do appreciate the differences. But yeah, I like that they're not like wallowing, that it's focusing on the other aspects of the story and not just that. The constructive parts that move it forward. Yeah. Yeah. So should we talk about today's movie then? Blood Sisters. From 1987. Um, written and directed by Roberta Findlay. She wrote and directed as well as being the cinematographer. Uh, she was known for exploitation films and porn in the 60s 70s and early 80s um before kind of moving into horror in the mid and late 80s a natural progression with the oracle tenement lurkers primeval um yeah so she and her husband were like a they made the porn movies together um and she moved into horror because she was pretty much like kicked out of the porn industry um, because she made like this movie about uh, a porn star that she'd worked with named Shauna Grant who committed suicide. And it was like really like exploitative movie. And everyone was like, hey, this is not cool. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, dear. Indeed. And uh, she's also, I guess, maybe more like one of the most famous things in her catalog is Snuff. Okay, I'm dimly aware of that. Yeah, so it's uh, it's sort of like a Manson family storyline. Uh -huh. And when it came out, they tried to like present it as being real and not... Uh, yeah, which mm, didn't go over well. Yeah, I would imagine not. Uh, but that one, I mean, has additional directing by Silent Madness director Simon Nocturne mm. as well. So there's a link to our last movie Whoa. anyway. Uh, yeah, so she's kind of an interesting interesting character uh mrs finley 
It stars Amy Brentano as Linda. We talked about her last year in Breeders. Shannon McMahon as Alice. She's in Pledge Night. She's also a producer on shows like Toddlers and Tiaras, Best Funeral Ever, and Alaskan Bush People. Wow. Marla Mackhart as Marnie. Elizabeth Rose as Bonnie. She's also in Galactic Gigolo. Kirstie Thor as Kara, and that's mm-hmm. spelled C-J-E-R-S-T-E, if I pronounce that wrong. Nice. Uh, Dan Erickson as Russ. Patricia Finnernan as Diana. She's a producer and production manager. She's worked on like documentaries like Uncle Howard and Tribes on the Edge. Gretchen Kingsley as Ellen. She's in If Looks Good Kill. John Fasano as Larry. So he's a director. He directed Rock and Roll Nightmare, Zombie Nightmares, The Jitters, and he also co-wrote uh, Darkness Falls, Ooh. among others. What was that one? The one with the Tooth Fairy? Yes. With Anya from Oh, Healthy. we can't. I'm scared of the dark. Yes, exactly. Yes, okay. And then we also had Ruth Collins as one of the prostitutes. We talked about her in Doom Asylum. She was like part of the, she was like the leader of the rock band. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I knew I recognized her <laughs> somewhere. Wow, that's great. So this had a budget of $50,000. Wow. Indeed. Hmm. Alrighty. So we start with two little kids. Yes. Little boy, little girl. Little girl is kitted out with a lunchbox and a huge backpack. And she slaps him because he wants her to show him the goods. Yeah, but you know. But she knows that his mother is a prostitute. And he has no father. So he's a pervert. And wow, I was like, really intense choice of thing to teach like you are a pervert yeah. we're both well, children I mean, that was true uh, oh right? certainly but i mean like a very intense thing for a small child to say i feel like calling kids bastards and stuff was like you don't have a mom or dad mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i feel like that was a little bit more common especially because like christianity was oh, definitely. more prevalent and like people died more often and, like shaming for that sort of stuff <laughs> yeah but i was just like like intense and i it was great so he is running 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 through the woods to a rather imposing victorian mansion very big beautiful house yes that is a brothel it's a house of ill repute they they just raised their prices five more dollars an hour because there's inflation even here yeah i should hope so so the kid goes upstairs Mm -hmm. where there's a woman brushing a wig well Mm -hmm. her client wants to stay for some additional time he sneaks into the room with a big gun and he shoots them in slow motion. Ouch. And what are you doing with that? Uh, the, the guy's reaction is pretty funny. He's like, whoa. Yeah, I thought it was great. <laughs> Very funny. Yeah. Uh, and then there's this like choral sort of orchestral music. Yeah, behind it's very it like time. a 70s porn. <laughs> yeah, very ethereal. And then 13 years later. Edmondson College. Mm-hmm. It's a very scenic campus. It is. New Englandy. I think it's New York. Okay, perfect. Yes. So we meet some sorority girls getting their initiation assignment. Kappa Gamma Tau. They're led by Linda. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, they're going to be driven to a house that some people say is haunted. Mm-hmm. And they'll have to stay the night and they if can't, they want to get into They it. have to remain unfrightened. Yeah. I love that. Uh, they are all wearing silky Rose. cloaks and holding candles and stuff and they talk to each other about the impending fraternity dance oh it's so rude drink from their chalice she's she's talking the whole time about yeah. what they have to do and they're just like oh wh- which boy are you going with 
Like, she's putting on a whole show for you, Pledges, and, and you're disrespecting her. We're off to the bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is where we kind of start learning about who our characters are. Well, before we get to the bar, mm-hmm. I loved, they're passing this chalice around. Yeah. Uh, oh, right. Bonnie says Laheim yes, after she drinks. that's one of her character traits. The fact that she's Jewish. Yeah. Uh, more of that. I want more of that in horror movies. Yeah. Like a conspicuously Jew or like a character that you happen to know is Jewish. I feel like there aren't as many of those in horror movies. Like, I guess I think it's, it's hard to come up with. It's not like we're all discussing It's not usually women. Yeah. But there's like so many guys named like Sal and. Mm, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, and then they all have, they're all holding black candles. So when they get the chalice, they have to hand the candle off to the person beside them. And I thought it was very funny how they. Just kept swapping candles around. <laughs> Secret societies yeah, and all their crazy little ways. Yep. So they're at the they're at the they're at the bar. I'm assuming. Yep. And we start uh, learning a little bit more about who the characters mm-hmm. are. We've got Diana, who's very hot and doesn't like bras. Yes, and she and, has three dates. And she bumps into the other two girl or two of the other girls, mm-hmm. uh, Bonnie, who has glasses and mm-hmm. is Jewish, and Lori, who has brown hair and they say is overweight. Which is all right. Yeah. <laughs> she isn't. But... but because Diana has three dates, they should probably take their bras off too. I love that. Just in the bar. Yeah. Bonnie, what are you doing? <laughs> it's fine. Linda talks with uh, one frat guy, mm-hmm. Ross, and we learned that they've got some pranks set up for this initiation. If to you can believe the it. Pledges. Pranks, fraternities, mm-hmm. what? And the rest of the pledges talk about Diana and all of her dates. They're mm-hmm. pretty jealous. Things are pretty raucous. I find it hard to believe that Nobody would be paying attention to this group of extremely beautiful women. Uh, yes, and that the, the only people who do are like the geeky losers, freshman drags, Larry and John. Yeah, uh, I agree a hundred percent. So the the rest of our cast, we've got Alice, the mm-hmm. athlete, uh, who calls Ellen fat and tells her to come run laps with her. Uh, fuck you, <laughs> Marnie, who is like the mature rich one mm-hmm. who hates all these youngins, and Daddy's paying for college. And and then there's Kara, who's kind of like unassuming, but mm-hmm. the intellectual one, I guess. I guess. And then Ellen, who is also seemingly quite popular, but she's got long blonde hair. Not and that's hair. the difference. Yes. Uh, had a hard time remembering all of their names, as yes. I usually do, but uh, that's fine. And then these two dudes just come up and like, well, Larry and John, the dude with the... The dude with the glasses and the beard, and then the dude wearing sunglasses inside. Yeah. Come up and start, like, razzing them, harassing them, mm-hmm. picking them up <laughs> and carrying them around the bar. I loved all the dancing. The dance Yeah, there's lots of dancing. Yeah. Uh, Diana's dancing really good. Mm-hmm. Diana, extremely glamorous. Yeah. Great. She looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. And from here, we go to the sorority house, I, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Where Linda and Russ are finishing their boning down. She wants him to leave before her roommate gets back. And then he puts on her bra, foreshadowing. Yes. And uh, some of her shorts on his head because he's just a goofy guy. He's such a big goof. And then they get back to smooching. Yeah. I actually really like this scene because, like, it plays with gender roles a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. she's wearing his shirt. He's wearing her bra. Mm-hmm. She's on top. He's on bottom. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and she's the one being like, Oh, do you want to stay here? Do you want to go? Like, yeah. Yeah. So. so that was interesting. And I also liked how the the gender politics in general of like, if he gets caught here, he'll be kicked out of school. Yeah. <laughs> caught in the girl's dorm. Wow. 
how times Stranger have changed. Times, uh, yeah. How times have changed. I do oh. feel it is important to preface this mm-hmm. with that uh, Roberta Finley is very much not a feminist filmmaker. This is not intended as any sort of commentary on no. that. She just made whatever movies m- money. She was like, I just want money. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> cool. I'll just do whatever. Cool. I don't so, know. I didn't hate this movie. No, I me neither. Fine, I'm yeah. just saying like all of that stuff is incidental. Yes. It's just, oh, certainly. Yeah. It's just window dressing. But I guess in the same way that like it's a little bit more sleazy when it's a male director just because it mm-hmm. is a male director. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a little bit more like female skewing in this just because it is a female director. Certainly. So I know. Interesting to note, especially with uh, the sex scene later between like Ellen and her guy. Yes. I thought was like very good because mm-hmm. it was like obviously very feminine directed i could tell yes so definitely so and, they they have a conversation uh about you know john and larry they're doing all these pranks isn't that going to be dangerous the only thing dangerous here is me yeah he tells her <laughs> so the next day the frat guys mm-hmm. go to the former brothel and set up for all their pranks they've got a selection of props there's like fake axes mm-hmm. coffins little spiders yes they're all drinking budweiser Larry, who's our slovenly character, who they mm-hmm. make pig noises at, because making fun of people's way, height of comedy. Yes. They, uh, like, he thinks he sees something in did the you, corner. Did you slow it down to watch what it was? No. It was a, so from out of the couch comes a black square that just flies out the door. Ooh, Very, yeah. Interesting. I, I, like, watched it in slow motion. I was like, what is that? <laughs> but there's definitely something there. And then the table starts moving on its own. Mm-hmm. But no, no one else sees it. They, yes. They like wait until it doesn't move until no one else is looking. Exactly. A very convenient. Um, eat my shorts tampon breath. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. It's going to be staying with me for a while, unfortunately. But then they start hearing weird noises. Yep. But the recorder isn't on. What? So they've got to get out of there. Yeah. Larry's fucking around with a gun. Yeah. Larry runs right to the car. Mm-hmm. He and the other guy want to call it off because there's something wrong there, but mm-hmm. Russ is not having it, and the girls are already well on their way. Yeah, come on, dude. They each kind of have their own color, like a Power Ranger. Oh, yeah, they do. I hadn't thought of that until you mentioned it, but yes, they very much do. Uh, a van full of blindfolded women <laughs> would probably raise my suspicions, but uh, who am I to interfere so they get to the house, they can feel a presence, yes. right? Like an aura. Mm-hmm. Uh, they make fun of Alice's vest so she can be seen at night when she runs. Yes, which is reflective and orange. And basically most of them are feeling pretty uneasy about the place. Mm-hmm. But Diane is like really gung-ho about it. Mm-hmm. And Kara's the one who seems to be the most yes. in tune. Okay, guys, we're here. You can take off your blindfolds. Looks like a Hitchcock reject. I can't see. I lost my glasses. We have to go back. Oh, sorry. I feel a presence about this place. I don't know an aura. There goes Nostradamus again. It just looks drafty to me. Night falls so fast. Yeah. <laughs> it, it becomes dusk, like, immediately. They all have to go choose their room, mm-hmm. and uh, 
But when Linda goes into the living yes. area, like the parlor, mm-hmm. she sees apparitions of the brothel workers. Ah. She shakes it off and puts on some nondescript music. Yes. And then uh, on her Walkman. And then yeah. uh, a spooky plastic spider ah. descends ah, when she opens the door. Oh, my gosh. The rest of the girls go exploring. Mm-hmm. We've got, uh, is it Ellen and Kara? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yes. go way up to the mm-hmm. top floor. Alan has like a whole kit filled with lights and booze because she's inviting a gentleman yeah, caller I, over. I was like, she brought so much shit yeah. for one, but whatever. Uh, and then uh, Kara's like, where's your imagination? You don't want to go look around Yeah, or and then she sees an apparition Oops. of the victim from the opening oh, walking through the halls. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Ellen doesn't want her staying in the same room yeah. because she's expecting a boy. So My Kara mother. is just going to have to be on her own. Mm-hmm. And that night, they get a fire roaring. Um, they're all about to do, like, this search, like a scavenger hunt. Yeah, big scavenger hunt. Uh, yeah. Lori's missing. Oh, wait. She, she was, was just, just in the lost. bathroom. Uh-huh. Which doesn't work, BTW. And then Laura, Laura? Linda, mm-hmm. <laughs> hands out a... Like the scavenger hunt to the pledges, and she begins telling them the story of the house. The paper that the scavenger hunt is written on is so loud; it was like <laughs> it was a sun chip bag. And then it's I... not a home; it's truly a house. Yes, a house of ill repute. Woo! Um, and the paper has also been aged; yeah, it just ripped along Tea the sides. stains and so that's cute. that's how how you know. Yep, that is how you know. <laughs> uh, so they have to go on the scavenger hunt. They have to be fearless. And yeah, bring all the items so back. So basically the backstory is that the souls of the sex workers still run the house mm-hmm. and this is to test their maturity and there's a long list of pledges to take their place. So Kara tells them that she's already seen a ghost mm-hmm. and then Marnie calls her out for being a lesbian. Which sounds like... Okay. Jesus cool. Christ. Like, <laughs> What kind of ghost was it? A boy? No, it was a girl. Knowing you. Yeah. What the fuck, lady? <laughs> also, Jesus. virgins beware. So they go off in search of these items. Mm-hmm. And our first pairing is Diana and Kara. Yes. Uh, did you have one of those flashlights that was like mounted directly to a giant 9-volt battery growing up? Probably. Yeah. That was like our big family flashlight Ooh. that lived upstairs for when there was like the power out or something. Nice. Yeah. That's smart. That seems like something that your dad would like have prepped for. <laughs> like 10 pounds giant battery. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they start searching this dresser and they find a jack in the box and a diary. Yes. Uh, Kara is not thrilled with this stuff. She's pretty spooked out. She doesn't want to go looking for anything. Meanwhile, Ellen's male suitor yes. comes into her room and... Uh, Man, they say Bonnie has bad eyesight, but Ellen apparently has no peripheral vision at all. Or that sixth sense when you know someone's watching you, yeah. <laughs> standing five feet away from you in the doorway, <laughs> coming up behind you while you're just in a pink kimono. Just until they scare you. Yeah. Uh, and she's uh, not pleased with this. No. Uh, but eventually he wears her down. I don't know. And Kara starts having visions of the past yep. while looking into the mirror and listening to Diana reading the diary, detailing the aftermath of the murder. Yeah. Why, this happened 15 years ago tonight. 13 years 13, ago sorry. on November 15th. Yes. Not, which is yeah. today. So Lori and Alice hear a baby crying, mm-hmm. but Lori isn't too keen on going to investigate any further. What's a baby doing here? <laughs> Maybe uh, someone just left it. Maybe it's renting. 
Jesus. And they follow the noise mm-hmm. into like a child's room, which mm-hmm. they wonder why it would be in a whorehouse. Yes. And they go to the bed, and then a mannequin drops down from the ceiling uh, in her knees. Yeah, yeah. Oh but my it's God. just one of the scavenger items. Very scary. The shroud. Mm-hmm. But then a mysterious hand locks them in, and the shroud flies out of their hands. Oh my gosh. Ah. But they're trapped. But are they? And then the door gets unlocked again, and then they're fine. Yeah. Meanwhile, Marnie is by herself searching around. Yes. And she gets spooked by a fake... Plastic skull with, like, yellow googly eyes? Yes, exactly. And uh, she finds a wooden hanger, which Mm -hmm. I guess is part of the the thing. And hanging on said hanger... Uh, That's interesting of note, because the director is a huge fan of Joan Crawford. (laughs) so (laughs) i was wondering why yeah um yeah so (laughs) that is very funny she uh is like oh i need this wooden hanger uh but there's a dress on it yeah nightgown Mm -hmm. some negligee and she's not too bad and then she hears her name being whispered and she starts having visions of one of the sex workers who seems possessing her um she had very cool earrings Yes. They're like these like starbursts, pink starbursts kind of. So a spell has been cast on her as she's touching her chest and her head. And she sees this like whole vision of the past uh, Mm -hmm. while she's like, I don't know, rubbing the nightgown all over herself. Yes. While the sex workers with a giant, it's a very long scene. It is. It was uncomfortable. And then a bullet breaks the glass and she snaps under it. Yes. Uh Uh-oh. Very scary. (laughs) Next up is Bonnie. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, she hears some screaming, and then she trips and finds a string that leads to a tape recorder playing the screaming. She thinks it's funny. Linda <laughs> thinks it's funny. All the girls join back up, mm-hmm. and Linda tells them that everything's part of the joke, and they don't need to be scared anymore, thus ultimately dooming them all. Yes, so you have to finish this very important scavenger hunt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Ellen and her pal are sipping on some wine while smooching. Honestly, very romantic sex scene. Yeah. For the most part. Very romantic. I, I don't know. Unusual to see in a movie like this. Other than the setting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm, the stained mattress. Yeah. And two sleeping bags. Alice walks in on them, but she yeah. leaves them be. Elsewhere in the kitchen, Bonnie's being tailed by somebody holding a big knife. Knife. Ah! And then there's a gunshot and some bottles break. And we see that she's wearing Velcro shoes. Nice. Yes. Uh, and then, oh, it's just rigged to scare you, you <laughs> idiot. This random gun with real bullets in it that you could have been standing in front of by accident. Yeah, and Ellen hears the gun go off, mm-hmm. and she freaks out. She wants to get out of there. Hey, but sensible. <laughs> the partner's like, that's just part of the prank. Yeah. And then Bonnie finds the note on the gun from the frat. Mm-hmm. So, what did the note say? Uh, I didn't quite It was hard it. to make I out. I didn't make a note that's of fine. it. And then in the bathroom? Mm-hmm. Kara finds a garter, which triggers some more mirror visions of the two sex workers who are into each other um, as they're, like, fooling around. And then it disappears again, Mm -hmm. and she puts the garter back where she found it. Mm -hmm. But then somebody comes up behind her and strangles her to death with it. Wow, that sucks ass. Yes. uh, Really hated it. And her, they just think her screens are more cassettes. Yes. Poor Kara. A secret Kristen. I was really rooting for her to be the one to make it out. Yeah, it kind of seemed like they were maybe angling to go that way, but... She's the one, seemingly, who has psychic gifts. Yeah, I guess ultimately no one gets out. Yeah. But (laughs) anyway, next up we have Lori eating, of course, and (laughs) there's a big axe behind her, Mm -hmm. but this one is real and not the fake one that the 
frat guys planted earlier. And when it comes down, it sticks into the freaking floor. Ah! She follows some candlelight into a parlor Mm -hmm. where the coffin is. And then she gets grabbed from behind and forced into the coffin by the killer who... I was unclear if he was nailing it shut or sticking the nails into her. I think because of the blood that was on the chip bag, I was assuming that it somehow is going into her, okay. but it, it also seemed obvious to me that it was not going yes, into her. Yes, exactly. And okay. also, we saw from when the dudes were carrying it into the house that there's a way out, like it has a false bottom. Oh. So, hmm. eh, whatever. Whatever. Ellen and her friends are next on the block. Mm-hmm. They get creeped up on by this killer with a gun mm-hmm. and uh, shot to death. Yes. Pew, pew, pew. Which Linda thinks is part of the hilarious joke, as they all do. Not very funny to me. But Alice walks up and she sees, and then she runs away to Linda mm-hmm. and tells her that they're really dead. So they make a very smart decision and all decide to get the hell out of there and run out to the van. When does that ever happen in these movies? Almost never. Yeah, they all are like, okay, we believe you, I guess. Yeah, Linda doesn't want to leave, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but Diana is smartly like, we can definitely leave, but the keys are MIA, of course. Where are they? Bonnie thinks someone stole her watch, but she actually just left it at home. Yes. Oh, Bonnie. I love this because she's always, where are my glasses? They're on your head. Where's, you know... Linda finally finds the keys in her shoe. Of course. And we get some meta commentary from Marnie. And of course, like every good horror film, the van won't start. And the and van doesn't. won't start. What? Somebody's cut all the wires. Yeah, Alice sees all the wires mm-hmm. have been cut, but they all stay in the van for what they say has been hours. Yes, and they're very cold. And then they make the dumb decision to go back into the house. Yes, because no one will save us. We see some hands grab the mannequin down from the Mm -hmm. noose, which does not bode too well for our sorority pledges here. As they all have necks. The infighting starts. Mm -hmm. Marnie gets mad at Bonnie for thinking somebody will rescue them. Alice decides that she can get to the highway, which is five miles Mm -hmm. away, but she's a cross-country runner. So honestly, I don't think that's a big deal right like that's like nothing that's what two and a little bit kilometers i don't know yeah the conversion for that sort of no stuff. but i i mean i knew people who would run from like campus to the airport and back yeah so i would assume it would be fine <laughs> and so she runs into the woods being pursued by our killer oh god that sucks so much <laughs> in billowing negligee yes and uh, instantly i was like oh that's the woman who was killed in the opener it's mm-hmm. negligee yeah and uh, she realizes that they can see her jacket, so she takes it off and yeah. the flashlight, and she continues through the woods till she gets to the highway and flags a car down. Yeah, hell yeah, wood paneled station hell wagon. Yeah. Good Back job. Back at the house, mm-hmm. Linda wants to find Kara and Lori. No concern about Ellen. No, of course not. <laughs> Why would you be concerned about Ellen? So they group up to do some investigating. What's that smell? It's a bad smell that smells like sex. You know, dirty bodies. And then the door opens behind them and mm-hmm. someone grabs Diana and no one notices. No one notices. That really sucks. But they all see some visions of the sex workers. Mm-hmm. And they go up and up and up, drawn to the upstairs mm-hmm. with the baby crying. Oh, those enamel doorknobs. <laughs> and they hem and haw a bit, but end up opening the door yep. with the ominous noose swinging. I love the use of flashlights. Yes. Just like, what? Are, what is the flashlight going to land on next? Ah. Yeah, so the uh, Roberta Finley, she 
like really liked the cinematography aspect of all of it. So she like did all the lighting design and setup and stuff. And it was like important to her. Good. I don't know. I think it shows. Yeah. She and her husband were like, she met her husband because they were in some sort of silent film group together. Yes. When she was like 18. Interesting. Yes. I wonder how silent films impacted her movie making then. Probably a lot. Yeah. I don't know anything about silent films really. So. <laughs> and then uh what buster keaton yeah ah. so suddenly the killer pops up mm-hmm. bonnie is the only one that, that sees them and then it grabs linda but mm-hmm. she runs into bonnie knocks her glasses off and yeah. as we know bonnie is like a full-on velma so I'm she totally can't see blind without my glasses the killer like scuffles with marnie to get her into the news for a little bit yes. eventually succeeds if only they had teamed up 3v1 yeah that would have worked it would have he's presumably out of bullets yeah Anyway, Marnie dies. Yeah, really sucked. Bonnie can't see. She falls down the stairwell. Yeah, I think what happened, because I wasn't entirely sure, I think she like backed into the banister and the banister broke. Oh. And then she okay. fell a long way down. Yes, to her death. Yes, really sucks. And uh, then this leaves Linda. Mm-hmm. So Russ shows up. Hey, he uh, wants to smooch. What's going on, Linda? Everything's fine. And Don't he's worry. the killer. He's oh, no. the little boy from the beginning. Oh no! He says you haven't seen it all yet, and then he shows her what the wig. Yeah, he like starts reciting the lines from the beginning mm-hmm. that like the little boy was saying to the mm-hmm. little girl, and uh, talking about Mama and how a doctor said he was crazy, so then yes. he killed the doctor. Russ, who want to come and play with me? Won't you play with me? Come on, Sally, just a little look, please. You can be Russ. Don't hurt me, please, don't hurt me. Mama keeps me locked up in my room so no one can come and play with me. See, Mama doesn't want anyone to know that she has a baby. Let me go. I won't tell anyone. Mama wouldn't tell anyone either. She took me to a doctor once, and he said I was crazy. So you know what I did? I killed him. Well, who wouldn't go crazy locked up in a house like this? You want to see what else I've done? And um, he drags her off and tells her to be a good girl and promise to behave. And he'll give her some candy. And then he gets his knife out and tells her to show him something. And then he stabs her a bunch to death while she asks why. A bunch. Like a lot. And his reason? It's because I'm crazy. Fair enough. Fair enough. The door closes, mm-hmm. and then the next day, the police come. Only one car for some reason. Yeah. And they bring Alice with them. Uh-huh. They go inside. Alice stays outside. Mm-hmm. She cops, wants to go in so bad. Yeah, the cops say there wasn't anything in there. There's nobody. They do, like, the shittiest, most yeah. cursory examination of this house. And the van is fine, so mm-hmm. then they yell at her and tell her to go home because hazing is illegal in this state yeah this is all a joke to you and you were you had a joke played on you and you're wasting our time also and what's more get out of here get out of here yeah they drive away alice gets in the van she's stoked and Mm -hmm. then she finds a dismembered hand (gasps) oh my Ah, god so she and then she can't get out of the van she gets grabbed and killed to death bummer ending kind of an interesting take on a slasher Everyone dies, and no one dies for, like, the first hour. Yeah. Yeah. And what's with the supernatural stuff? Well, I guess the first person... Someone died in the opener, and then there was a long pause until, like, the last half hour. Yeah. Yeah, and the supernatural stuff. I don't know. I wish... I kind of wish there were more... 
ghosty slashery. Yeah, but the maybe. ghosts had nothing to do with anything, they were really. I guess, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yes, they were sort of uh, window dressing incidental <laughs> to just be like, there's a ghost. Ah. Yeah. And I guess. What if a ghost could help people survive? Ways to get the skin in without having to rely on the main cast. That's true. That's true. You mm-hmm. have this coterie of deceased sex workers. Yeah. Um, I think it's an okay slasher. That's good. Oh, I, definitely. This is my second time I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I saw it once before. I had no idea what it was called. It was one of those ones that like I saw once mm-hmm. and then was like, I don't remember the name of that. And I. There's no way to look Can't it up. I <laughs> remember quite all of the details enough. Mm-hmm. I thought it might have been Killer Party for a while, but then it's not actually Killer Party, but also Killer Party has very sort of similar mm-hmm, mm-hmm. plot. But yeah. I don't know. What did you think? I liked it. I would definitely watch it again. Uh, oh, me too. I liked sure. how the little characterization of all of the cast, and I also liked how there were more main characters than I think there usually are in these movies. Yep. Yeah. Seven so. girls. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, actually, the thing that uh house on sorority row is based off is called seven sisters that was like the original Mm. yeah so that's kind of interesting do kind of wish the frat boys had been killed as well other than just the one yeah but it makes sense why they weren't right yeah so the six degrees of jamie lee for this guy Mm -hmm. shannon mcmahon who plays alice is in screwballs with peter kelligan who's in niagara hotel with kevin pollack who is in House Arrest with Jamie Lee. Niagara Hotel. Yeah, Peter Kelligan is like a very famous, well, maybe not famous, but prolific Canadian actor in like a shit ton of stuff. Uh Like, uh, you would know him. He has big eyebrows. He plays the principal in Ginger Snaps. Okay, yes. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. He's like huge on Canadian TV. Of course. Throughout our entire growing up. I think he had, do you remember that Canadian show where it was like, oh, they're like a news, like a TV news uh oh which fuck. also had bridget from ginger snaps in it emily perkins uh oh made in canada I yeah, think. yeah 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 yeah. shot a movie once yep. and rick mercer is in it yes, yes. exactly okay. i used to watch that all Me the time too. wow yeah wow i haven't thought about that show in so long i just remember the one episode uh where the boss had uh goat semen infusions to get his hair back <laughs> in his scalp the uh like the receptionist with the blonde yeah so, that's bridget from ginger snow huh 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 yeah amazing it is i'm gonna have to dip back into small that. world of canadian uh, entertainment industry <laughs> yeah thank you crtc and canadian content laws. exactly wow that's gotta be on one of the canadian streamers right it's probably on cbc definitely like gem i would hope so i mean they maybe that was a classic i would always watch that on a and e on A and E, yeah. Oh, okay. On A and E, hmm. That is interesting. The premise of the show was it was like a, a television production company that shot exclusively in Canada. So it would be like there was like an Anne of Green Gables ripoff. There was like a, a Xena ripoff, that, and they were always talking about like we have to get Canadian cast for this, but we have to get I don't know. <laughs> I I remember enjoying it, even though I don't think I understood it as a child. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like a lot of that Canadian TV where it was very, uh, I don't know. I guess it's how I learned about a lot of politics and shit growing Hell up. Hell, yeah. When it was through jokes that I didn't quite understand. I feel like I understood Canadian politics better Yeah. in the early 2000s than I do now. Oh, well. 
Yeah. Well, Air Force has stayed the same. Kind of a short episode. But Sorry, guys and girls and yes. everything in between. Uh, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Thank you very much. If you want to follow us on social media, you can follow us. Definitely First Blood on Instagram. Instagram first Blood on Twitter. Twitter. Definitely First Blood at gmail.com. Uh, we will be back next time with another one of Roberta Finley's movies, I think. Yes, hopefully the gap and will not be as long. Yes, but because Mitch is so busy at work, we'll might take be it might be a come. little sporadic. Um, I might do like my own little episode about my thoughts on Scream I definitely 2022. think you should. And yeah, okay. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Okay, dog. Dog, get out. Get out. Bye. So long.